Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and our guests here on Accelerate OC sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by my friend Jeff Martin. Uh, Jeff's from Collective Genius, and they build high-performing teams for venture-backed startups and growth companies and venture capital firms. And he has a particular offering called Peak Planning that this time of year, as we're in the uh, getting close to the fourth quarter of the year, a lot of my friend founder CEOs are thinking about what, what are we going to do in 2020 and peak planning will help them as a facilitated leadership session, really get the team focused and aligned and starting to think about the plan for the next year. And he can help on a three-year vision, a one-year plan, quarterly goals, uh, also OKRs, and the tools to really track that. And so if you're interested in peak planning, hit me up, uh, let me know, and I'm happy to introduce you to Jeff. I'm super excited to have Travis Lindsay here today. And before we get to hear from Travis about his story and, and any uh, many words of wisdom I'm sure he will have to share, let me tell you a little bit about Travis. He's an adjunct professor uh, currently of entrepreneurship at Cal State Fullerton. And he's also a manager of the startup incubator there. He's also a founder of Titan Angels, which is an angel and seed investment fund based here in Orange County. And we definitely need more of that activity. So Travis and I will spend some time talking about that. He also is really tied into Cal State Fullerton. Uh, he has multiple degrees from there in the areas of business and entrepreneurship. He's been serving the community of students and entrepreneurs here in Orange County and particularly around the university there, uh, mentoring them, helping them grow, and, and really supporting the next generation of business leaders and companies birthing out of Cal State Fullerton. You know, from my perspective, Travis is really that example of a servant leader for the innovation activity that we need more of here in Orange County. Travis, it's great to have you here today. Well, Kerry, thank you very much for having me here. Awesome. Well, let's get to the starting line. Tell us about the work that you're doing. I, I introduced some of that, but tell us about the work that you're doing at Cal State Fullerton. So it all... Uh, rotates around a singular theme, and that is, you know, trying to uh, help people learn how to be entrepreneurs. And it's even more than that, you know, unleash their innate entrepreneurial uh, spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that uh, pretty much everybody has a little bit of an entrepreneur in them. And so what we do at Cal State Fullerton is we try to do that in the classroom, through competitions, through the incubator that we have. Uh, through uh, guest speakers over at our incubator, and then also outside of the university with uh, something like Titan Angels. Uh, so let's just let's just you know deconstruct that a little bit. Uh, so for the competitions uh, that we do, we're and we're having one coming up October 26th. That's a Saturday. It'll be on campus, and it's called the uh, Titan Fast Pitch. And it's open to students that are from middle school, high school, and the university community college level. And That's so great. we expect there to be, you know, 100, 150 plus students competing in this competition. Last year, we had 500, 600 people attending in total. Uh, so we do that kind of a competition just to challenge people, to challenge the students to take those first maybe tentative steps 
towards uh, thinking about an idea and thinking about it in terms of how you can create that or, or uh, change that idea, grow it into an actual opportunity. How can you, you know, identify that problem, come up with a solution, and then uh, develop that solution so that it's, it's actually a business opportunity. And once they start thinking in that mode, they can really uh, see a lot of new ways to look at uh, the world. You just look around, you see a problem, and it's like, oh, somebody should fix that. But the entrepreneur, uh, on the other hand, sees that and says, oh, I can make a business out of that. that. That's a lot of entrepreneurship right there, is just problem solving and making it into a business. With the competitions, we kind of just try to activate people, uh, students, think and uh, challenge them to think entrepreneurially. And then in the classroom, uh, uh, we take it a little bit of uh, a, a few steps further than that. Uh, so um, I'm teaching a couple of classes uh, this semester. One of them is to our entrepreneurship students. Another one is to our non-business majors who want to learn uh, about entrepreneurship. And in both situations, basically just taking them on a tour of how to go from the, uh, the identification of a problem or an opportunity and how to develop that into an actual business. And so part of that is being able to articulate uh, the problem, solution, and the opportunity. Part of it is just going through and figuring out how to develop all of that into something that is an actual business. And so uh, we, I'll, I'll bring in guest speakers, lecture, do a lot of group work. And uh, the group work part of it, I think, is really important for entrepreneurs uh, for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, there are, of course, you know, successful solopreneurs, solo entrepreneurs. But uh, if you want to build a business of any real size and magnitude and have as much of an impact as possible, uh, one of the things that you need to do is uh, develop a team and right. you know, learn how to work together in a team. So that is an important part of what we do in the classroom is have them work together in a team, learn how to manage those group dynamics, and how to become a leader within a team. Uh, so every one of my teams, they have a, a team leader, the person who came up with the idea for the business. And then below that, everybody else will be leading a different section of that plan. And so maybe it's marketing, maybe it's finance, maybe mm -hmm. it's, you know, wh whatever the case may be. And uh, the reason why I do it that way is because, uh, A, I, I want them to get a full, you know, 360 degree view of what all it takes to uh, launch a business and actually try to grow it. But uh, two, uh, with them leading different sections, uh, they'll get that experience of you know working together in those group dynamics, being responsible and accountable for what's going on. Uh, let me see. Besides that, um, we have the the CSUF startup incubator, which you mentioned, uh, and we started that because we saw a need to you know take what we do in the competitions and in the classroom and take that a step further. So we have students, we have members in our community who have great ideas. Maybe they're able to make it part of the way, but they, they, they just can't, you know, uh, flip that switch and figure out how to launch yet. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just want, or, or maybe they can launch, but they just want that extra little bit of guidance and connection so that they can launch in the right way. Uh, so that's why we started the uh, CSUF Startup Incubator. Uh, what we do there is uh, if you are accepted into the incubator as a resident, uh, you embark on a six-month journey, basically. Mm. And so you'll have access to our offices over in Irvine and in Placentia. 
Uh, you'll get one of our student consulting teams. Uh, that's something we could talk about maybe a little bit later on. And uh, I think the biggest uh, benefit of working with the incubator is that you get a, a dedicated coach. And that's somebody who is uh, one of our 700 plus mentors. Uh, they have tons of experience uh, uh, either in a specific uh, profession or uh, as, a, as a startup founder themselves. Uh, ideally, they've, they've grown businesses, mm -hmm. they've maybe even raised funds. Uh, that, that coaching, I think, is the biggest benefit of working with the incubator. Uh, besides that, I mean, it's, it's six months, so we, uh, connect, we, we connect you uh, uh, with different people within our community, either on campus, within our mentor group, uh, to the students, and to the outside resources that we have. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll take an example from the classroom, but uh, uh, one of my students, and, and this would go for the, our incubator clients as well, one of our students, he's working on a, an export business. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to just reach out to one of the directors of the California exporting, just like connect him within a couple of hours. And this is somebody who has been in the business, the export business for, you know, decades, tons of experience, like connected, you know, everywhere that you can think of. And it was just great, just pretty much immediately just connected him with them. And uh, that is one of the tremendous benefits of growing that kind of an entrepreneurial community. Mm -hmm. um, and that's absolutely something we do at the incubator level and uh, in the classroom as well. And then uh, if you want, I, I could go into Titan Angels really quick. Sure, too. I think a quick introduction yeah. to that would be helpful yeah. to the audience too. Okay, so yeah, uh, Titan Angels, uh, we started it uh, about two years ago now. Uh, it's a small fund. Uh, it's kind of a test. It's like a minimum viable product. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to see a if if we were right that there were a, a uh, enough companies that w were worthy of investment in, mm -hmm. and I think we've definitely proved that. That's great. Uh, but then b that uh, those companies uh, could yield tremendous returns. Uh, so the the jury's still out on that. I mean, mm -hmm. we're 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 investing at a very very early stage. I would mm -hmm. say it's probably. Seed, maybe even some of them are pre-seed. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're like five to ten years out with all those, sure. uh, in all likelihood. We started this because we saw that there wasn't as much capital going around in North Orange County. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we launched that and uh, we found you know a, a number of companies. Uh, I think last count, we've invested in uh, 14 separate companies. And we invest in like the 25 to 50K range. Um, and uh, it's, it's been a tremendous experience. That's great. Well, it sounds like the, the building blocks are all there, which is amazing to help that student really in the experiential learning help if they can move that into an actual real venture and, and right. company to be part of the incubator and then even potentially receive some capital to help them grow and, and execute on that plan. So that, that seems like all the, 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 the early building blocks of creating and birthing more companies out of Fullerton are, are there. Are there some success stories that you'd like to share at this point that, that are pointing you? I mean, you talked about some of these 14 companies, and but are you seeing that yeah. really happening in a way that the, that you and the, the your colleagues there are saying, okay, we're definitely on the right track and, and we're seeing 
Oh yeah, yeah, a- a- success. Absolutely. So one that pops to mind immediately would be uh, John Chi. Uh, he created a, a he's created a company called Snova Life Sciences, and uh, the uh, like the one sentence description of that company is that they're using your own stem cells uh, to help with uh, joint issues. Mm. And so John started this company uh, in 2013 or 2014. Uh, went through uh, one of my colleagues. Uh, uh, director John Bradley Jackson, I think you know who he is, JJ, uh, went through one of his classes at the MBA level uh, and really during that class uh, learned how to go about and start a business. Uh, and he's worked on it, worked on it, worked on it uh, since then. He's become a tremendous uh, pitcher uh, and that he has, you know, you know, entered probably dozens of different pitch competitions over the years and won quite a bit of money. Uh, and that's part of the way he's helped to fund himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has also gone on to receive funding from other uh, sources uh, as well. And uh, just within the last year, he was actually um, in Y Combinator. That's and great. so that that was a tremendous experience for him. He's learned a lot. But like I was saying, I mean, it's still an early stage company. Uh, he's hoping to uh, you know, really get his uh, product out to market, you know, next year. Mm-hmm. And so it, it takes some time. And uh, that's something that, you know, uh, is hard for first time entrepreneurs to wrap their head around. That's but right. John is extraordinary. I've, I've never seen him complain or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. say anything like that. He's just kept on going, and it's sure. it's, it's been well, that's six uh, it's years, been great. right? I mean, that's a long yeah, time. six years. Uh, you know, seven coming up, and uh, I mean, he's hopefully going to create something that will change the way medicine is done, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll help with uh, joint joint pain, uh, especially for people who are senior citizens suffering from arthritis or any other kind of de- degenerative disease. So if if he gets it right, I mean, it could you know change how medicine's done for those people. Uh, besides that, I mean, yeah, there there are a ton of examples um, uh, on the front page, uh, on the cover of the most recent Titan magazine. That's the the magazine for Cal State Fullerton. Is uh, Victor Macias and uh, uh, his partner Christopher, uh, who have created Nui Cookie. That's N U Y, and it is a keto cookie. They mm-hmm. they they created it because they were looking for a way to basically have their uh, keto cake and eat it too. That sort of thing. Uh, so it's it's a good tasting cookie. Early version of it was mentioned on the Joe Rogan podcast. So that's you know mm-hmm. one of their first inflection it gets points. The number one podcast. I uh, I can yeah. aspire to get there yeah. one of these days. <laughs> I mean, how many viewers does he have for every podcast? Isn't it like millions and millions? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, uh, but that's that's what that that that's Price's Law for you. So, or is it Price's Law? I forget. The one where all the success pretty much goes to like sure. the top 1% of 1%. But uh, yeah, they, they started this keto cookie company because they wanted to have a uh, basically a snack that they could eat while still on the keto diet. And so they went out. Uh, neither one of them have any experience in, uh, in consumer goods and consumables. Uh, and so they just went out and started talking with us. Uh, JJ uh, was their first uh, mentor and is still their uh, primary mentor. And he has been able to really connect them with a ton of great people. So uh, manufacturers, uh, um, 
back office stuff, uh, marketing, finance, all, all that. And uh, that advising role has really helped them grow their business to the extent where last year they were on Shark Tank. Alex Rodriguez gave them an offer for 300K. Hmm. Uh, I know that they've also raised money from other sources. And uh, they are probably going to have revenues in the millions of dollars this year. That's great. And so it's just, you know, have the idea, identify that problem, come up with a solution through their, their work with us. And obviously it was mostly their work and their skill as entrepreneurs that they have been able to go out and build a, a, a business that, you know, looks like it's going to be successful for years to come. That's great. So let's let's talk a little bit more about yeah, the, the teaching of entrepreneurship. Um you know, you have somebody like John who's been at it for six years. That's that's a, that is a committed. That's a the really that historical definition of an entrepreneur that you you probably can't teach that level of grit and persistence. But right. as you're teaching it in the classroom, and it is you know somewhat academic exercise. It sounds like you guys do a lot of the experiential learning, mm -hmm. which I think is key to helping people kind of try on the idea of entrepreneurship. How do you how do you help people realize that? They're going to see a lot of walls that come up. They're going to have to really determine whether they've got the fortitude to persevere through that because usually the the ones that are successful are the ones that have to break through the inevitable walls that, that show up. And I, as I look at a lot of the startups I've been involved with, you know, I've definitely had ones that I've learned from where you know, I walked away. And sometimes I think I walked away at the right time. Sometimes in retrospect, maybe I, I didn't persevere. So how do you... How do you help people really understand what this path is going to be? Yeah, so it's not like a, a karate kid. I'm not Mr. Miyagi going out there, you know, telling them to do whatever it was he told them. To, you know, I, honestly, I don't know if I've ever actually seen that that whole movie. I think it's I've been a seen while clips. for me. Yeah, <laughs> wax on, wax off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we do a lot of that. I, I have Sam run the class, do the wax on, wax off stuff. Yeah, you are absolutely right. I mean, you learn entrepreneurship by going out and doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I was—I think I was talking with you earlier, maybe before the, the program started, about how we do a lot of group work. Mm -hmm. And uh, for every one of our groups, you know, it's four or five students. Uh, we have a, a mentor attached to each group. So it's, it's very analogous to the experience you would get over at the incubator. And, I mean, honestly for um, most startups elsewhere, you know, uh, if, if you go to any incubator, you're going to be asked to, you know, have a team, probably you should, mm -hmm. you're going to have mentorship, and you're going to have a bit of uh, directed learning in, in, in most uh, situations. And so that's what we do. Uh, for for my students, what I'm doing uh, is they have a, a loose agenda for every team meeting that they do. And it's just walking them through what you're trying to accomplish today, obviously. Uh, but it's it's connected with the lecture. And so this week, I had them focus on creating a business model canvas. You know, just walking through that, you know, figuring out uh, what were the basics for each of the nine parts of the canvas. And then assigning uh, responsibility to each of the team members. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I gave them brief introductions uh, into what each of those categories means. Honestly, uh, for them to learn, they're going to have to go out there and really figure it out because the concepts themselves aren't that complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody knows what revenue is and what different revenue streams are. The, the difficulty is in going or is in a going out there and figuring out, you know, maybe what your revenue streams were going to, are going to be. 
and uh, for basically any business you can think of, there's going to be surprises, mm-hmm. right? So you may go in there thinking that, oh, we're Amazon, we're just going to sell books online, and that's going to be it. But you know what? Ten years down the road, you have the the uh, most lucrative cloud uh, service in the world. So you you never know. And so uh, what I'm teaching my students is how to deal and work with, and you know potentially even thrive with that ambiguity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just keep your eyes open. Uh, you need to have some sort of guiding star why you're doing what you're doing, but don't become too rigid in how you plan. Who was it? It was uh, Patton who said, you know, you, I mean, something along the lines of you got to have a plan. But the second, but the second you get on the battlefield, you know, you basically throw the plan out. Sure. And so that's more or less what I'm trying to teach my students is that yeah, you need to go through that process of planning so that you have a better understanding of everything that it is that you're doing. But just realize that uh, once you actually get out there and you actually start you know, trying to sell your product or your service, things are going to change. That's right. And you're going to have to be able to be nimble enough and smart enough to make those changes. And that plan will help you because if you've done it correctly, you've explored all the different areas of it. And while you haven't uh, uncovered everything that there is to uncover for the plan, maybe maybe there's a different channel that you didn't know was going to exist. Maybe it didn't even exist when you started uh, doing, uh, when you started your business. But as long as you have a clear conception of, you know, the different parts of your business, you'll be able to uh, more effectively um, uh, deal with unexpected things. Sure. So, uh, Travis, one of the things that a lot of my audience asks about and, and a part of what I'm really trying to do here on Accelerate OC is is bring visibility to all these great programs like what's going on at Cal State Fullerton. And, and a lot of people here know of Cal State Fullerton but aren't affiliated, haven't uh, plugged in there. How do you advise people in the community if they want to get involved in supporting entrepreneurs or um, supporting the university uh, to plug into Cal State Fullerton? Uh, yeah, that, that that's a good question, and uh, I think I was mentioning earlier we do have you know seven hundred plus mentors uh, officially that that we work with, and then you know we have access to a bunch of different groups. Just had a a, a lunch meeting with the leadership over at the North Orange County Chamber of Commerce uh, earlier this week. Uh, we work with you know other organizations on campus, off campus, and so it's just all about trying to build uh, up this entrepreneurial community. Uh, there's a great book that's uh, about that. I think it's, I forget the title right now, but I think it's like Startup Community or something mm-hmm. like that. Build with yes, it. you're yes. right, yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, so he's out there in, uh, uh, where's it, Boulder? Uh, with yes. Techstars, yeah. Uh, but that, that that's a great book, and uh, in his book, he sees the university as a great, great place for you know space, but also as like a, a connectors. That's right. And so connect with us. Uh, I think my contact information, it's all over the web. Carrie, I'm sure you're gonna put it out on the on the podcast. Sure. So, yeah, so uh, connect with me. Uh, tell me how you wanna become involved. We have clients that we work with, uh, and just so you're not surprised, uh, our clients do pay. Uh, it's a few thousand bucks, so it's not that, 
that bad at all. But we, we work with clients. We work with uh, people who are mentors, guest speakers, people who want to be resources in different areas. The best way to get in touch with us and to become involved is to just send us an email, set up a call. That is by far the best way. That's great. Well, I, I will be a, an advocate. I have hired several people over the years from Cal State Fullerton and, and have found them to be incredibly effective, diligent, That's good uh, to hear. hardworking, and uh, you know, super, super great assets to the teams. So I, awesome. uh, I'm a big fan and uh, certainly will vouch for that. So unfortunately, Travis, I could sit here for uh, the next several hours and chat with you about this topic. Paul's giving me the uh, the time sign over here. So we need Come to on, uh, go to our final lap. Uh, I always ask my guests to share kind of a bit of advice or lesson that they've learned. So you know, what's the biggest piece of advice that you'd love to give to entrepreneurs here in Orange County as they're trying to advance their idea, their business? Well, just because I'm in this space with my students, uh, I would say be comfortable with the ambiguities of entrepreneurship and life. Uh, you can't be 100% sure anything's going to happen. You know, if you want to hear God laugh, you know, tell him your plans or something like that. Sure. So be comfortable with the ambiguities and uh, just be comfortable with taking measured risks. Uh, that's the only way you're going to actually, uh, you know, grow your business or grow your relationships or anything like that. So, you know, just be comfortable. That's great. Well, Travis, thank you so much for taking us on this ride today and sharing your experiences and, and all the great things that are going on at, at Cal State Fullerton. I'm excited to to find more ways to uh, plug you and, and the Fullerton community in with the rest of Orange County. Thanks for leading by example here. Thanks for doing all you're doing to really advance entrepreneurs here in our community. You're definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Welcome to the family. Well, thank you, Kerry. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's accelerate OC together. 